Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by Erin Keller. And today we have a full house on Zoom. Pretty exciting stuff to talk about today. We have Nevada Wild, what we're, we're pretty much calling her a regular at this point, but it's her first time joining us on Zoom. Christy Crabtree with Nevada Foodies. You can see all of her recipes all over our Facebook and Instagram, and of course on the Nevada Foodies Facebook and Instagram. We also have Meg Mueller for the first time joining us from Nevada Magazine. And then we're excited to introduce Eric Cacinero. He is our new public information officer and publications coordinator. Eric, we were talking about how long your title was earlier today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out some some sort of short version for it. Yeah. But basically, Eric, he's busy working away on our hunting guide, and you'll just see a ton of content coming from him, whether you're a member of the media or you follow us on social media. So, like I said, full house here. We have a lot to get into. Thank you all for joining. And the reason we wanted to bring you here is the new the spring edition of Nevada Magazine is out. So I think, Meg, we're just going to go ahead and start with you. And can you explain what exactly Nevada Magazine is for people who may not know? Sure. Nevada Magazine is the state's official tourism publication. We've been publishing since 1936. So it's one of the best kept secrets in Nevada. Unfortunately, we've been around about 85 years. And it is our job to tell people who live here and people who want to come here what's so amazing about this state. So truly, it's a very easy job because there's so many great things to tell people. So that's what we do. We cover um, wide open spaces. We do dining. We do entertainment. We do history, tons of history, um, and lots and lots of get out and see the world or see the state stories. That actually brings me to my next question. You guys cover so much. How do you even decide what content and what stories to cover in the magazine? Well, um, should we go ahead and go in with full disclosure on this one right now that uh, my former associate editor for the magazine, uh, my partner in crime, is in fact, was in fact Eric Cacinero, who <laughs> just left Nevada Magazine for Endow. So we have this great little uh, relationship going on here, synergy here. Um, you know, the story ideas come from all kinds of places. Uh, to be quite honest, it, uh, for a long time, it was whatever Eric and I wanted to cover. Things we'd read about, things we'd seen, stories we'd um, heard about, places we wanted to go to. We have a fantastic amount of freelance um, writers and photographers that come in with ideas as well. They query us with stories and things they've heard. You know, these, we get press releases from businesses opening businesses changing models. Um, we basically have our ear on the ground to hear uh, that's going on in the state of Nevada. And we get to, it's a tough job because it's a huge state and we only publish four times a year. So we have to be pretty careful about not duplicating stories, but there's always something new going on in Nevada. And even if it's not brand new, it hasn't been covered in 10 years, it's time to take another look at it and see what's happening. Yeah, it almost would be hard narrowing down topics. I feel it like is. there's just so much to cover. Eric, do you want to, like Meg said, and we were going to get to, you are former Nevada Magazine. Um, what was your title there? 
associate editor. Okay. Do you have anything you want to add to what Meg said? Um, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, I think it's a really cool collaboration uh, getting these two groups together or three groups together. You know, I mean, it's, I, I think it really shows to how close knit this Nevada community is in the fact that, you know, someone can create something so cool like Christy has done, and then someone can write about it for the cool state magazine. And then, you know, the Nevada Department of Wildlife picks up on that and wants to tell people about it. So I think it's really cool to have these platforms of Nevadans sharing other cool things that Nevadans are doing. Exactly. And then a huge reason we wanted to talk about this edition is the article you wrote on Christy. So how did that all come about? How did you connect with Christy, could you tell us about that and what exactly the article is? Yeah, so um, the article is about wild game cooking. Um, and that kind of on my end started out from just a, a lifelong uh, venture, I guess, into eating wild game. I grew up in a hunting family. My grandpa, uh, you know, hunted his whole life. So I kind of grew up in a very, um, uh, you know, a house, uh, household that was very friendly to wild game cooking, which means I've tried a lot, um, a lot that was good and, and some that wasn't. And so my, and this is kind of uh, a, a topic that Christy and I discussed is my um, growing up eating wild game cooking was always very basic ingredients, very basic recipes, um, which there's something to be said for that. I'm not taking away from them. However, um, I found later in life that I was kind of ready for a little bit more ingredients to be added and a little bit different flavors, um, which brought me to my, my very first interaction with uh, Christie's work was type, you know, I think I typed in elk recipes into Google and, and her elk gyros, citrus infused elk gyros recipe popped up. And I was just, it, you know, it was just awesome. It was, it was, became, quickly became my favorite recipe. Um, so I've been a big fan of hers for a while and tried a lot of her recipes. And so I just needed to bring this story to the Nevada Magazine audience and kind of hopefully get other people involved in, 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 in enjoying and uh, Christie's recipes. I love Christie's recipes. And also I read the article and Christie, I just love your whole story about how you, you went out hunting for the first time with your husband and then that experience is what then later inspired you to start cooking um, wild game. Totally. Yeah. He got me, he got me fully addicted. I mean, it took a while before I decided to put in for a tag, but you know, once I, once I did and I owned, I owned that, you know, excitement level of everything. That's what took me from A to Z is really, you know, just giving that, that animal the full justice that it kind of deserved, you know, I took its life. And so now I want to make sure that I take care of it, preserve it and, you know, make it into a delicious meal that we can all enjoy and then recreate those memories and those stories about how that came about, you know, that whole field of plate um, type of story. So it's, it's pretty fun and it, it means a lot to me. And it's just, it's fun to inspire other people who haven't even thought about cooking wild game differently than, you know, just throwing on a few steaks on the grill. I mean, there's so many things that you can do with it. So anytime I can inspire somebody new to hunting, um, new to cooking, preparing and eating, um, then I get totally tickled about that. I mean, it's, it's just, a, it's a passion of mine, so. 
And I admit I'm one of those people who say big game is too gamey tasting. And I made the, uh, what was it? Venison. Enchiladas. Enchiladas. Yes. Yes. And they were amazing. They were so good. And I made them for my boyfriend. He doesn't really hunt, but now he wants to because they were so good. So um, great stuff. I love your stuff. Aaron, were you going to say something? I see your. Yeah, I was going to ask. So. You know, we've been, I've been following Christy for a while, but Eric, was it just me or when you see Christy's stuff, does it make you feel lazy? Like that you don't, <laughs> you don't spend enough time like learning how to do it or to. No, well, and that, that's, I think kind of the cool part about what Christy's done is uh, uh, some of, some of her recipes are just so incredible. And, 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 you know, it, you look at it and it's just like a, a, a truly a work of art. But at the same time, she presents it in a way that some recipes are good for beginners, um, you know, and people to use basic ingredients and kind of like not to be intimidated by, you know, and I think kind of including both of those things helps people, it has helped me grow as a, as a cook, you know, I mean, I started that, the, the elk uh, gyros, when I first cooked them, it was like, I got done and I was like, man, I feel accomplished, you know, that was really <laughs> Like, I feel like I created something nowadays. I can, you know, I do it and it's like, man, I got that in the bag. So I think it's cool that people can, you know, create these works of art and get good at it. Yeah. And I was going to ask, I was going to ask Meg if seeing those photos that were in the magazine, does that make you, do you, have you ever eaten wild game or? I have, I, I have uh, been around a lot of hunters, Eric included. Um, yeah, I love elk. That's my favorite. Um, haven't been such a big fan of venison, but oh my God, the recipes and the photos, it, it's, they're breathtaking. It's going to be something I, definitely on my bucket list to try. <laughs> Good. Yeah. See, yeah, inspired you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we feature those recipes every Friday. We try to do Wild Food Friday and Christy's recipes are pretty much half of them, if not more. Um, and my yeah. mouth is watering every Friday. It's always the end of the week. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to have a, um, they always make me so hungry. I end up breaking my diet on Friday nights. <laughs> no, so you just work out harder. That's all. That's what we've been doing. Exactly. <laughs> So uh, yeah, we always we uh, when we do those we have to post them after lunch. So then exactly that now it's making them hungry. It's like eating before you go to Costco or grocery shopping, so you don't right. fill your cart up too much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm terrible at that. <laughs> Christy, how important was it for you to share your story and just I don't know the excitement behind being featured in Nevada Magazine. Oh, it was totally flattering. I mean, it was, it was extremely flattering. And I kept telling Eric, he, he did such a good job writing that article up, you know, listening to what I said and kind of putting all my ramblings all together in something that made sense because I ramble a lot and then jump around and do all sorts of things. But um, yeah, he really got the passion point um, from my story on, you know, it's not just about killing. It's about the excitement level. It's about, you know, finding out you got a tag, working out, you know, getting prepared, you know, finding, you know, your route, your map, camping, seeing the Nevada sunrise, Nevada sunset, all the wildlife that Nevada has to offer, um, and seeing things that you would never see sitting on the couch, you know, watching TV. I mean, it really gives you, it, it gives you something to look forward to, you know, and, and it motivates you. And it's, it's, like I said, it's not just about killing, it's, it's, it's about the whole entire process of the, of the hunt. Yeah, and I love how the, the article ends. It's like the real story is behind the entire, everything that goes into even before you go out for the hunt. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's why we do it. We love it, you know? People get so excited about putting in for game tags, 
you know, and then that excitement level when you guys draw and, you know, either we're going to be really upset with Endow, you know, or we're going to be really excited, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden you're checking your friends, calling them, seeing what they got, you know, and then the plan starts from that day, you know, you start prepping and going, oh man, I really need to work out a little bit more, a little harder. My area is a little steep. Yeah, for sure. And I was going to, I was going to kind of add to that, but one of the, the uh, tactics to, or strategies to big game tags is to go explore new places. And for a long time, my fifth choice was just somewhere that I'd never been in Nevada hunting. And it was usually easier to draw because it's in the middle of, you know, the wilderness or something like that. So kind of using that as an excuse is a great, it's a great excuse for hunting. Totally. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what our plan is this year, too, just to get out and see other areas that we just haven't seen. You know, we've been there, done that on a few places. So why not? You know, the adventure is what we're looking for. Especially after the year that everybody that has gone through, everybody just wants to get outside now. So, yep, adventure. That's the, that's the main topic of 21, for sure. Definitely. And that is a good place to take a break. We will be right back. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we have a full house on Zoom. We have Eric Cacinero. He is our new publications coordinator at Endow, but he also worked at Nevada Magazine, which is perfect for our topic today, the spring edition of Nevada Magazine. We also have the executive editor, Meg Mueller, and Christy Crabtree with Nevada Foodies. Um, during the break, we brought up a lot, of, a lot of good information. We were just talking about how wild game cooking even got into the magazine, since this is a tourist ma magazine, as you explained in the beginning, Meg, um, you guys cover a wide range of things in Nevada. How did wild game cooking end up in the magazine? Well, as I was saying, um, you know, we've been, we have so much to cover in the state of Nevada and we find ourselves uh, looking for topics of interest to ourselves when we're, when we're looking, you know, about what to write about. And Eric is a huge hunter, uh, very avid, you know, uh, passionate sportsman. And I'm pretty sure he just got hungry one day and was looking for recipes on what he was going to do with his next, um, you know, his next hunt, and he came across Christie's website and was dazzled by it. And hunting may not seem like an obvious tourism um, story because, you know, it's, it's, it's something for locals, which we also appeal to in the magazine, I hope. But the thing about um, hunting and tourism is they do go hand in hand because it's very important that, um, well, hopefully people understand that tour, tourism or hunting really supports our rural, our rural communities in a lot of ways. You know, hunters stay the night, they eat at restaurants, they do all kinds of things. Um, so it's, it may not seem the most obvious fit, but it is a really natural fit in terms of what Nevada is all about. And that rural, we, we really try to plug the rural aspect of Nevada more than the urban aspect, just because we've got two fine, you know, visitors bureaus that do that on their own. So we're very much more into the rural part of, of the state. So 
again, I'll let Eric to speak to that, but I'm pretty sure it was mostly because he was, you know, looking for something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the bottom line there. Um, you know, one of the things, like, like Meg said, Nevada Magazine's not specifically a hunting magazine. Um, so, you know, one of the, one of the kind of interesting things that I think uh, we mention in one of the sidebars of this article is even if someone's interested in cooking wild game in the state, they don't necessarily have to, to hunt wild game. Um, and I, I think Sierra Meat and Seafood for those who are located in Northern Nevada is a good distributor of wild game meat if, if they have it in stock. So even those, uh, you know, who don't hunt that want to try this kind of stuff, um, they can still go to Christy's website they can still order her her cookbook and and still experience these things as they're meant to be uh tasted um you know without without actually getting out in the field and and that was a good that was a good call too because sear meat and seafood here up in reno uh fourth generation family owned and operated um has a huge list of um wild and exotic game that people can try um they make it very easy for people to either order online or call them and pick up curbside and you can try everything that we have in the state of Nevada. Well, not everything, but close to everything. You know, you can try chucker, you can try quail. Um, if you're not a bird hunter, you can try duck, pheasants. Uh, they have venison, elk. Um, so they have they have a, a wide variety of, of game meat that you can try um, at reasonable prices as well. That's I think awesome. If you live in, I think if you live in Nevada, there's a, a really good chance that even if you're not a hunter, you know a hunter. Yes, definitely. So we know somebody getting game meat. That's what I was just going to say. I was, I didn't even realize there was a business that um, sold game meat because I just rely on getting it from people around the office <laughs> <laughs> to try it out. Yeah, Ashley's lucky. She has, a, she's surrounded by. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hadn't well, even really tried wild game before. And now well, and hunters are the most generous people anyway, so it's always good to have, have somebody that, that's a sportsman that hunts or fishes um, as a friend or a neighbor because they're, <laughs> they're usually pretty generous with their, with their meat. They are, and they want to encourage you to try doing fun recipes with it. Or right, we've talked about it in the past, like, you know, I'll, I'll make up a batch of jerky and bring it into the office, right? But you wouldn't think of somebody going to, like, Costco and getting an extra piece of meat and bringing it in you know, <laughs> to this extra piece of meat, you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Airing index is kind of unique to, to sportsmen, I think. Exactly. So. Something uh, the other thing that I wanted to ask Eric is when you were, I mean, I get that you're a hunter and you were looking at the wild game side, but when you were at tourism, I mean, the outdoor recreation economy is huge in Nevada. So did that play into why you were, you know, showing off hunting? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I mean, that, like you said, it, it is huge. Whether it's just um, off-roading trails in the state of Nevada, that's a huge economic driver, just people coming here and wanting to get out on a dirt road. Um, and along with that, getting out on the dirt road can either come fishing or hunting or even just foraging wild food. Um, that's a topic for a different podcast, but there's a lot of wild food that can be found in the state too. Um, so yeah, I mean, all of these things go hand in hand. Tourism, you know, it has so much potential, you know, beyond just coming and staying in Vegas, you know, that's, that's, that's part of it, you know, but I think there's so much more in the state to get out there and see and do that people really, you know, they need to get out there and 
try try new things and see what what Nevada has to offer. Was this the first time you guys featured this type of um, topic, wild game specifically, um, in Nevada Magazine, or had you had at least hunting related articles before? Yeah, we've definitely covered a lot of different hunting stories. Um, you know, Eric during his time with us wrote quite a number of stories about you know hunting and conservation. Uh, we did fly fishing stories, bird hunting, um, all kinds of things. You know, it, it would it would crop up every year or so. Uh, and before both of us were at the magazine, it's something that was covered regularly. I don't think wild game specifically was ever covered. We've done some things with Nevada Grown and their <clears throat> locally sourced foods and such. But I'm pretty sure this is the first time wild game was this, uh, just a specific topic. See that, Meg, that might have been why you lost Eric. <laughs> now it's possible. Let's go with that, shall we? <laughs> right about cooking wild game full time here. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's now talking about foraging. So clearly, <laughs> yeah. next step, Christy, he's coming after your job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that's next on my list too. I just have a greenhouse and a garden. I haven't I haven't done the foraging piece of it yet. So, oh, something to look forward to for everyone. Yeah, I'm open. <laughs> I'm open to everything. Get me outside. Yeah, I just as as Meg was talking and you know listen to Eric talk earlier. I just the partnership between Endow and Nevada Magazine is only going to get stronger, and I could just see the different topics that these two could brainstorm to. And then with, you know, with talented creators like Christy, you know, taking great photos, well-spoken, you know, has, has a great backstory. Um, I just think there's tons of potential there. Great. I'm sure Eric was a good, a great resource to have for all the hunting content you guys had in Nevada Magazine throughout the years. He was. He was. And he educated me a ton on it. So hopefully I'll be able to, uh, I'm sure he'll be out there. Uh, over my shoulder letting me know when I'm failing. If I'm <laughs> hey Christy, can you give or actually I guess it's for the group. Can can we give the listeners like a preview of the recipes that were featured or anything like that? I don't know. It's it's up to Meg. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You can give a preview all you want. Because you're not going to get it until they get your book or my magazine. So go <laughs> for it. I know that we've got we've got some pheasant a uh, pheasant recipe. Um, we talk I think we've got some duck elk for sure, venison. So we tried to go along the whole kind of what was what, what was available here in Nevada and try to highlight highlight those um, animals and, and that meat. So it was, it was pretty actually has two specific recipes in it. Thank you. Yeah, full recipes. Full recipes and then yeah, just highlighting some of the other things on what you can do, the look and the feel and things like that. And, and a lot of it, a lot of the recipes, they aren't that hard. It, maybe it's the photo that makes them look really elegant and, and difficult, but um, I try to keep it as natural, organic, um, healthy, um, so that everybody could, you know, maintain. And a lot of it's not fried. Um, most of it's, you know, just meat and then seasonings, things like that, fresh herbs, you know, and try to balance that out and have a healthy lifestyle because that's you know that's what the meat is it's it's organic and it's lean and it's healthier for us so I really focus on that the health benefits yeah and as like you said as fancy as the recipes look I love how I mean they really are basic ingredients that anyone can have access to it's not hard things to find other than the meat but you guys have given us right. some re good resources for that on this podcast 
I was going to ask Christy, so when you are featured, you're like asked to be featured and you've been in a bunch of different magazines and, and that, do you choose new recipes at that time? Or do you go with like some tried and true recipes that you, you know, cook for Andy for, you know, test you know, a lot of it, a lot of it is um, stuff that might be older on the website, you know, because I've had that site for, I think, 13 years. I've just been, you know, it's a passion project. Um, so I'll recreate those, update them. Um, or sometimes I'll just create off the cuff hodgepodge meals and think, oh, man, that was pretty good. And then I'll measure it again, you know, so that way I've got all the ingredients and kind of stuff listed. Um, but, but when I get asked for certain things, again, it's, it's dependent on what the article is magazine the time of year um i do a lot of that with rocky mountain elk foundation is is just you know the meals that i provide to them is based on the time of year you know is it is it going to be the tenderloin is it the september october issue because people want to eat the tenderloin the backstrap um is it winter it, so they want stews soups something that's more comforting um and filling and then you get into the barbecue season so you know you're talking burgers or cooking outdoors um being able to do that like the elk gyros that um Eric was talking about too is, you know, I wanted to have fresh meat sliced, fresh, you know, lemon, you know, olive oil, things like that, and just give it more of a freshness um, in a, just a, a real more, a better appeal um, when you put it in that pita and, you know, you put the tzatziki sauce and dill and stuff on there. So it's, yeah, it, it all depends on time of year, things like that. Depends on what I'm hungry for too. Is anybody else hungry right now? <laughs> I'm so hungry. Um, well, I'm sad because we're pretty much out of time, but I do, Meg, real quick, could you tell people how they can get Nevada Magazine if it wasn't already sent to them? Absolutely. If you're not a subscriber, which you should be, because it's only $19.95 a year, $21.95 a year, something like that, uh, you can pick it up all across the state. Uh, we have a, you know, we have a map of retail locations on our website, nevadamagazine.com. And you can go and find out exactly in your neighborhood where it's at, but it's, you know, Barnes and Noble, Walmarts, grocery stores, um, 7-Eleven, CVS. So any newsstand generally uh, carries Nevada Magazine. Awesome. Good information to know. And then Christy, where could people find all of your content and all of your recipes? Um, they can find it at nevadafoodies.com the, for the website or follow at nevadafoodies on Instagram. Um, or Wild Game Cooking uh, Nevada Foodies on Facebook. Perfect. And one thing we hadn't mentioned is we did feature you on a webinar recently, one of our webinars um, doing a cooking demonstration. Um, so we will be promoting that. We'll put the link to that in the caption of this podcast because we'll be posting that to YouTube for anyone who missed it. So yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Three meals cooked in, in under 60 minutes. So that's a lot. Yeah. Go back and watch that one. I hadn't seen it yet. So yeah. Annie and I had a lot to eat that weekend, but we shared with neighbors <laughs> too. So well, I appreciate all three of you taking the time to be on here. It was fun having all of you here. It was. Yes, thank you. Of course. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Thank you everyone for listening. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.